Welcome to MGS. This is the movie game show where we talk about movies, we talk about games, and we talk about all other kinds of shite. My name is Dallin, and as always, my dear friend Scott is with us tonight. Good evening. Good evening. It is 3 a.m. It is. <laughs> for you. Oh, well. Uh, I appreciate your... I appreciate your... Uh, your dedication to our craft. Yeah. And uh, I'm sick of so stuck at home. So do our three home. listeners, I'm sure. Yeah. It's fine. You know, time time's a concept anyway. We only It is. We, we only Apparently. sleep because of concepts, so it's fine. It's all right. I'm sure I'm sure Chris Nolan would probably agree with you on that. Chris or today, Nolan. He can fuck <laughs> off. <laughs> today we're not talking about Chris Nolan. Uh, but we are talking about some good old some good old movies. Well, a good movie. And, uh, and, uh, yeah, before we do, though, we are going to start our show today with one of our most unique and interesting segments. <laughs> it could, could be, it's, maybe it'll be its own TV show someday. Maybe, yeah. maybe. Let's so. do some Deswipskins. Tell us what we're doing. I'm going to read it some terrible eShop descriptions that should not have been published. And I'll tell you, Dallin. I've got three today, and they're all from PixArts, right? Right. <laughs> a, recur- a recurring uh, developer slash publisher on this segment, where they just seem to be copy and pasting assets, thumbnails, just everything. And I will be doing it in the Russian voice. Good. Thank you. Well. Thank you. That is all important. Right. Yes. Okay. And I only do the Russian voice for PixArts as well. Yes. Because... I feel like they don't necessarily deserve yeah. disrespect, but they deserve gentle ribbing, I would say. It's right. it almost it almost feels like there's some extra context when you do it that way, which I which I appreciate. I like that a lot. So Yeah. So the first one is called yes. Free Throw Basketball. And this one looks like a pile of shit. Right. <laughs> I like I like that when we first started this segment, we used to be quite kind about it. It's like, oh, games might not suck. Uh, just that the descriptions could use a little uh, a little extra love. And now it's like, nah, this is this is garbage. This is actual. I think Pixar is an exception. Right. I think, sure. I you think know these... that it's not going to be good. Yeah. No. So free throw basketball. Do you have what it takes to become the worldwide best? Basketball shooter? <laughs> this basket shot and dunk game will challenge your accuracy and skills with computerized players. <laughs> God, we're, we're in the 21st century now. Yeah. Uh, fi- finally, we've got the computers to play against. With computerized players or with friends and families on the same device. True physics ensure this basketball shooting game is the closest simulation on stores to date. Ready to play? Just like I hit these like utterly like hyperbolic statements that they. It's make. the Xboxification of marketing, isn't it? Like it's... the bat. This is the best basketball game that you can play right now on store shelves. This is like I really Shut doubt up. it. I really doubt Shut it. Shut up! Look at that! Look at it! Look at that game! Look at the look at the cover image of that. 
fucking like the French flag as the as the font, right? Blue, <laughs> yeah. blue, white, and red for some reason doesn't fit the theme at all. And then there's a green basketball, a fucking skateboard up against the wall, and then graffiti that is just a stock font, right? One of them just says "you," and then the other one just says "op." And there's three circles above. <laughs> I them. think. Why? I think. I think op is meant to be opponent, and it's like keeping score. Oh, it's the score. Okay. <laughs> Still dumb though. But no, Still it's dumb. like there. There are there are levels in the original Tony Hawk Pro Skater that look better than this. Yeah, so there are. That's all on the thirteenth of uh, February. So in two days. All right. The second game. This one will be uh, close to your heart, I think. Oh, good. This one comes out. Actually, this one's already out. Uh, this is curling. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Loves it. Clever. Clever title. Curling. Whether you are a curling fan or you just want to discover a new sport game, you'll enjoy, <laughs> you'll enjoy playing curling in its one-player game or local multiplayer game, Space Full Stop. Curling... <laughs> <clears throat> Curling has been designed to be as close as possible to reality <laughs> while providing best gameplay. With this with this game, you'll be able to tune finely stones direction. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> okay. I'm shaking I'm shaking my head with that. Like you know what I like when I read it in the voice, sometimes I get like carried away with like trying to say it properly. And that one I was just I was like, <laughs> "Am I reading that right? Am I am I actually like, you know? I try to be as fair as possible. I don't want to make a mistake to make it sound right, funnier, make than it, it worse. Is. But yeah, but well, that's how they wrote it. <laughs> I also love bead as well. Curl, curling has bead designed. Uh, With this game, be- you'll be able to tune finely stones direction, force and spin." Sweep to influence stone speed and direction. Play against three AI levels. Play multiplayer with friends and family on same device. Local two players game. Time to compete. <laughs> so there we go. Can you make a sporting competition sound less interesting than saying, "All right, well, time to compete. Let's <laughs> let, let's go get them, boys. Time to compete." <laughs> I love how they didn't really explain like. What curling is? They have no. They have no. Like because it's, it's not like I have an image in my head of like what it is, but I don't really know the rules or anything. Or, like, I I love if it's just like you just get the rock into the circle. And it's like one point, <laughs> <laughs> two points. No, <laughs> stop. Chin <laughs> stone direction, of course. Very good. Alright. <laughs> Do you remember that game uh, that I read on it? It was the description for, like, Gigantosaurus. And it said that it was, like, a Disney game. And I was like, you can't say that. <laughs> you, like, you could yeah, just say that, you can't just say that you're a Disney game. But then it turned out it actually was a property. Right, it was Disney. like, it was a TV show or something, right? But it, like, Dino Island or something. The game yeah. did not look official at all. Like, it looked, no. it looked like a piece of crap. Uh, right. So this, speaking of a piece of crap, this final one. I just, right, just get ready to look at what this looks like, right? All right. So All this right. one's called Dinos and Ghosts. And this is out 
on the 17th. I do like the title of that. With a Y, of course. Dinos. Look at this. With a Y. Alright. With a Y. Look at this fucking image. <laughs> I'm not. Nah, you I can't... can't see it here. Hold on. Hold on. Uh... Oh, it's it on the Google Play Store. It's called something different. It's not. It's not googling for me either. It's dinos and ghosts. If you Google Pac versus ghosts, which I wonder what that could be referenced to. Uh, so yeah, Pac versus ghosts, and then go to the Google Play Store, and that will come up. Basically, I have it on Steam. Yeah, Where's that'll it? do. But let me show you the let me show you the image that I have on the eShop sure. for this game. Right, look at that. And then describe it for the people at home. <laughs> Alright, so we've got a uh <laughs> He's a fucking cabbage, darling. He's I was gonna fucking... say he's a lettuce he's a lettuce <laughs> with with Mike and Ike's <laughs> behind him. Um and they are all very very high <laughs> they're pearly um, crafted and then yes. when you look at the game it looks like it looks like it's a bit it's sort of like fall guys <laughs> which, which is a weird thing to say <laughs> like it looks a little bit it's a little bit like fall guys uh so the description it's it is weird so i'll read this out and then we'll have a look at the google play description because it's a little bit different so sure Dinos and ghosts. Save the dinos colony from deadly ghosts. You drive a nano-robot whose aim is to crunch the ghosts and their power-ups while sparing the dinosaurs with a Y. Served by beautiful graphics. Dart to fuck. Sound and animation. This arcade game introduce a new type of gameplay that will bring you hours of fun. <laughs> Main features. 250 levels. Fun arcade action. <laughs> I know, it's a lot of levels. New style of gameplay. Trippy music. Awesome. Realistic sound effects. <laughs> On, uh... Right, so the Google Play, right, they've, it's a less polished version. Right. Good. Save the pack dinos. So there's pack in there, and dinos is spelt without a Y. Colony from Deadly... From the deadly ghosts. As a research man, you drive a nano-robot <laughs> whose aim is to crunch the ghosts and their power-ups while sparing the pack dinos. As a research man. <laughs> of course. Of course. A research man. Served by beautiful <laughs> graphics with an extra L, sound and animation, this arcade <laughs> game introduced a new type of gameplay that will bring you hours of fun. And then, main features, all the same... And then trippy musics, and then <laughs> realistic sound FXO. <laughs> FXO, just a little low there. Why not? Why not? Oh dear! Oh dear! <laughs> As a research man, that's all. Pixarts. When, when, uh, when I'm giving my opinion uh, from now on, I'll I'll say that. From well, my point of view, well, as as a research man, uh, I'll, I'll have you know that uh, uh oh, Buzz dear. Aldrin didn't actually go on the moon. So there oh, we go. Dear. There's the, the description. Yeah. Fuck me, and they're like they're cranking them out. 
Like, they've yeah, had... I mean, you're doing them every week, so... <laughs> I'm doing them every week. I'm only doing them. Like, this is just going to be the Pixarts segment. Pixarts showcase. <laughs> Uh, no, you like, know, their yeah, descriptions they're they giving don't, us content they don't have use a, it they don't have a lot in them but they're like it's a high concentration of bullshit it and, is and it's yeah it's, like, it's, it's great I love them yeah. good 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 that's our descriptions for the week and now we get to have a discussion that I've been looking forward to since the evening we last recorded the, the dawn of the dawn of time <laughs> because, as uh, you may know, if you listen to our show, um, we uh, thoroughly enjoyed uh, last year uh, Robert Eggers' The Lighthouse. Um, fantastic, fantastic film. Um, Absolutely. You know, can't can't say enough about it. I loved it. Ten out of ten. Oh. Ten out of ten. Honestly, to this day, I still probably think about that movie every couple of days. Like. It's just always on my mind, whether it's, like, the quotable lines from it or just the general, like, foreboding nature of it. Such a good movie. So. I have thought about getting a lighthouse tattoo, which is. Oh, you should. It'll always be with me. Or, like. Like an actual lighthouse or something from the movie. Probably just a lighthouse. Just maybe just. The bird smashed on a rock. Bird smashed on a rock, yeah. (laughs) I liked, uh, I told you before when I was with Susie. And she said I looked like a sailor. And then she tried to quote yeah. the lighthouse. She said, she said, she said, you wouldn't go and kill a seagull. <laughs> I'm like, oh. <laughs> Close enough. Nice try. Close I enough. appreciate it. Yeah. You, yeah. Should just, you know what? Right on your forearm, you should just get, damn ye. Damn That's ye. what you should do. That's good. I like that right there. Um, so, we All loved right. that film so much, we wanted to go back and watch Robert Eggers' debut feature-length film, The yes. Witch. The witch. Um, the VV-itch. The VV-itch. Yes. Um, by all accounts, less of a psychological thriller than The Lighthouse and leaning more towards into genuine horror. Yeah. And I wanted to know if you felt that that uh, was an accurate description of this movie. Well, I yes and no. I guess there's... There is, there is, you know, there's an actual physical monster quite early mm-hmm. on in this one, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, you see, you see the witch fucking smashing up a baby, right? Yeah. Uh, quite, you know, first five minutes or whatever. Uh, and you get a sense that, you know, it's, it, there's, there's a genuine thing there always kind of like tormenting them. Whereas in the lighthouse, it's, it's always up for debate, isn't it? It's like. Yeah. You know, it's it's in Robbie's mind, right? That's that's safe to assume that that's kind of like the the mm-hmm. overriding reading of that uh, movie. But in the, like, I do, I do sort of feel that because there's not a lot of the the witches in this, that it's it is more psychological, I guess, than sure you maybe described it as. Like, it's like it's. It's all about, first of all, like the fear of living in a a 17th century world, Mm -hmm. basically on the edge of the world for these people, Um, the edge of their civilization, quote unquote, Um, and kind of coping with sort of spiritual darkness 
right? Yeah. And yeah. Uh, Finchy, of course, says at one point, uh, <laughs> just thinking about this, this man called Finchy who lives in, who lives in uh, 1630. <laughs> he has a farm. Uh, so Finchy says at one point, like, uh, he's going to try and bring some light back to their darkness. Uh, mm-hmm. when like sitting around the table and it's kind of it's just like how do you deal with like physical and spiritual abandonment and kind of you know how it is like uh, sort of like skepticism to do with uh, like w- like witch hunting like just women for transgressing yeah. and stuff like that like scapegoating right. And things like that. And there's a literal like scapegoat in this, uh, and it's so. I think that those themes are like pretty psychological, and because yeah, like I said, the mm-hmm. witch isn't really there. It's mostly just about those characters and how they're struggling with these things, uh, right? And how they're like coming to terms with them. And because they're so isolated, that's really all they have is their mm-hmm. anxiety, you know, and their loss and their like disenfranchisement and stuff like that. Like that's all. Yeah. You know, that's there, and then think, there's like a yeah. lot of sus- there's a lot of suspicion and things like that, which is similar to the lighthouse as well. There's a lot of like untrustworthiness going on. Maybe not yeah. as like it's not as heightened because these they're a family and they know each other, uh, but it's definitely there. Uh, but in in a way, like that almost like it's it's a bit of a give and take, right? It's like with with the lighthouse, it's like they they never really trust each other. So yeah. that's, you know, there's always... But with this family, it's like, they should be able to, right? But but they don't. And yeah. it's... No, I think you're exactly right. I was... Uh, so I watched it, and then I told uh, one of one of our listeners to watch it. Oh. Who I was chatting with. And they said... Uh, they said... Full spoilers for this, by the way. Um... I said it, it's. I found it quite scary, but in a like very like heavy sort of sort of and like dreadful sort of way. Yeah. Um. Like, uh, you know, even like the scene where um, what's what's the brother's name? Samuel. Samuel, what like when he's walking through the woods and the witch comes out and it's like you oh, just sorry. like you just know Samuel is the. The baby, I think. Um, oh, the old, Sam, yeah, the older one. The boy is—is is it Caleb or something? Uh, yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right, yeah. Caleb. Um, when he's walking to the towards the witch, and like you just know, and and you're that like, moment, that, <laughs> that moment also feels like the lighthouse where you have this like this this woman who is a gorgeous woman, but there's something so like menacing about the way that she moves or looks or behaves. It's, uh, it's just like, it's, oh, like it's, uh, it's terrifying. It's just like, I felt the exact same as the mermaid in, in the lighthouse. It's like the shining um, as well, which I think both, yeah. of, those, both of those moments are mm-hmm. inspired by where he goes into the, the, yeah. the hotel room and the ladies in the bath. Yeah, and then she turns into turns into like a horrible woman. Which I, yeah, it is that, very much like that, isn't it? Because then the hand comes up, and it's the old oh, witch hand. That's, and it's just, that scene. Oh, I hate that. Absolutely terrifies um, me in The Shining as well. I, I that I feel like 
as you know, you watched that movie this year for the first time, right? The Shining, yeah, I watched it five or six months ago, yeah. And whereas I watched The Shining probably when I was like eight. (laughs) So so like (laughs) like that that bit just sticks with me. Oh, it's hor it's horrible. So like those those type of things like really resonate in films now. Uh, when I watch mm-hmm. them, I, I, yeah, I hate that. Like, and I, I, I really like that though. Like, this is like I, I, I don't do horror movies, right? Like, I do I, horror I don't games like, though, don't you? Uh, Bioshock, love, love, love uh, a good horror game. I just my my mind gets away from me too much, and it like genuinely can like quite mess with like my my sleep and my ability to function day to day for a bit. Um, but this where it's just like so I was talking with this uh, and they said they didn't find it particularly scary um, and I said well what I found scary is just the general sense of like isolation and helplessness and confusion and like dealing with this external force that you like can't even like conceivably fight against like you have they're this, completely alone this, aren't this, they they are. They're completely alone and and helpless and can't even understand the like breadth of the evil that is yeah. attacking yeah. their family. And it's just like yeah. you know, you know, right from the start. Oh, a black goat. What do you think that's gonna be? Right? It's like, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. You, you're well aware. But it's just like uh, it. I so I. There are so many moments in this movie where it was just, I just felt so. Yeah just like mortified and just like oh, I know what's gonna happen and I don't yeah. want it to but it's coming and yeah. there's yeah I kind of think I don't think I was this like super scared I think there's like like I guess for me not that much happens that's scary sure. right and it like for me, that's where it becomes like a psychological, like human drama, where mm-hmm, it's, it's like mm-hmm. these characters like figuring out this changing, changing dynamic between them, and like kind of descending into sort of like a type of madness, like a religious sort of like you know, kind of losing their faith and stuff like that. Um, yeah, it's more about that for me. And there's less like scares, I guess. And I actually sure. like, I kind of felt like there could have been more witch stuff in it you know like just yeah, like i agree maybe like a little bit more because sometimes it just kind of feels like like it's it's quite sh- it's quite a short film it's only like an hour and a half and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i do i do feel like there could have been a bit more monster stuff in there um and i think the fear for me actually comes from like like i would be afraid in that situation in real life yeah. and like things like that do kind of scare me and like as somebody who's like you know, like Renaissance is my thing, right? Like I like I know a lot about that and like I know about witch trials and I know about like Yeah what it was like um traveling to America at the time and like basically like literally being helpless because they're not only like you know they said they're like a day's ride from the, the town, right? But the town can only protect you so much, right? Like, the town right. is also under attack from the people that actually live there, like, the indigenous population, right? But mm-hmm. the town is probably also under attack from witchcraft as well, or so they think, right? They would also assume that. Like, in the town, the town they also are going to have people that are they're accusing of being witches, right? 
then that's that's just going to be a thing that is always there. So really, their their safety is England, right? Which is yeah. a six <laughs> month boat trip away. <laughs> like they can they yeah. not they can't get to England easily, right? So that that's scary. The you know like I I I I'm sure you do as well. You live in like you live somewhere that's like more of a wilderness than I do. Um, yeah. But the feeling of like being downstairs at nighttime and like walking past the front door and the thought of like seeing somebody like outside mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's terrifying. And like yeah. that is like kind of like the like fear like or like the emotion that they like really play on here is that it's like yeah. there's a bit that's like when uh at the end, when all the family's dead, apart from the girl, mm-hmm. and she goes inside, or, or, sorry, she, like, falls asleep at the table, wakes up, and then I was like, yeah. oh, fu- I was like, oh, fuck, she's left the door open. I was like, oh. And then it, it, like, goes like, to night, and then it slowly pans to the door, and you're expecting something. Yeah, something. And I there's like, nothing. Oh, I hate that. Like, that, like, uh-huh. I think it's, like, I, I get afraid of the stuff that's like there uh, in real life, and like I kind of a, a lot of the time, like when it showed like big pans or when people were looking in the distance and stuff, I kind of expected more things like in the forest, like like you see like somebody standing there, like in the trees yeah. or something, like oh, Just like these long, I'm, yeah, like, oh, I'm getting shivers shots. like thinking about that right now. I, oh, it's horrible. Uh, so that's like, oh, I I hate I hate stuff like that, and like. Yeah, just the that the bit of the door, I think, is probably like one of the scariest bits for me. And that's it's not even like super scary, but I've kind of put like my own fear onto that little bit there. Um, but I think that's what he does so well in these movies. It's like yeah. you you write yourself into it and you you make it yeah. personal, right? Because yeah. it's it 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 really is that it's it's you're you're scared. Of, of different things and they're like old fears aren't they they're like afraid of the dark you know, fears which is ex- exactly yeah. exactly and like yeah. I like so I uh, I did what we usually do and like I wrote kind of like three things down that I wanted mm-hmm. to like talk about that I was interested in and one of them was like uh, fe- like fear and like what is the day-to-day experience of fear in these times and yeah i I wrote here like the feeling of being afraid at see of seeing something outside in the dark right and it's just like like i there's i i want to like read more about this because i'm interested in it but like and it's it's kind of hard to like and it's fucking dumb to say this, but it's hard to get the SEO on, like, what I want to, like, find. Yeah, sure. So I'm looking up, like, Renaissance fear, or, like, Renaissance, like, horror, or medieval fear, or something. It doesn't, there's nothing that's really, like, coming up that's, like, what I want. But, like, what, like, what, like, you know, at the, at the minute, you can be afraid of all those things, like, the dark and the woods and being isolated and, like, seeing things out there and stuff like that. But, like, that, that that sort of fear is definitely less pronounced the closer you live to like a big population right or like yeah. you know how bright yeah, it, it is like, yeah. how, how bright the area that you live in that you live in is outside or whatever like that uh, but like 
when you're when you're somewhere that like is like pitch black at night like if you're if you're in the renaissance it's just darkness you know like the there you know and you're in this little farm there's darkness for dozens of miles you know that's just that's yeah this entire country has darkness and so like what like are you know are you afraid to like leave your house after a certain time of day you know like are you know are you afraid to that you're gonna get killed by animals or are you afraid that there's gonna be like bandits or like crazy people in the woods like you know like what like what's what what's that sort of experience like? And I feel like what defines your fear? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like what's going on here? Um, I mean, when you put like the whole religious element into it as well, mm-hmm. um, which which I I think is really interesting because you know so much of what drives like religious fervor and obedience is fear. Yeah, right. It is, it's because it's fear of. Of God, it's the fear of not being accepted by your peers. You know, so there's it's so many layers to what makes this movie frightening. Yeah, and in this, like, they they have that that fear, which is like kind of shown to be the right path, or like that's that's kind of like the good side, right? Which is fucked up for a lot of reasons, right? But Mm-hmm. So, but you can't have like that godly path without having the satanic path as well. So yeah, it's like yeah. while while he's saying like, "Oh, this is God's country," etc. He's also like Finchie's also talking about like you know which like there's witches out in the woods. You know, there's Satan could be anywhere. He's watching us, like all this type of stuff as well. So like when you couple the really like material fears with like this other fear of like oh fuck like god's out there but also soars like satan and his demons right as well if it's x like, then y yeah that's another <laughs> that's like another layer as well so like you really can't escape evil you know mm-hmm. in this. like like there is there's there's like no escape from like there's no psychological safety, yeah. anxiety yeah um and i think that like uh robbie eggy does a really good job of playing on those like images that unsettle you and it's the same way that like the characters feel unsettled by certain things uh and well obviously the goat is the one that you've mentioned and like as soon as as soon as i saw goats i was like oh fuck here we go they're out they're out here and there's goats and there's little children singing about the black goat about black philip yeah. Black Philip is a terrifying name for a goat. As, as a well. king, yeah, talking to them like oh, oh, Jesus Christ. So it's like the goat and then there's the rabbit, right? As well. Yeah. Which is oh, it's terrifying. And the rabbit is probably the witch, right? You would imagine. They yes. don't Yeah. That's like, what I it, read into it, yeah. They do that in the lighthouse as well. So like every time you see a mermaid or every time you see more specifically a seagull it's so it's so unsettling you're just like yeah. you know that the seagull is bad news right like almost in that as well like the seagull is kind of like an image of god because it's like a white bird and you know mm-hmm. kind of represents truth and like and then it's obviously like this ride with the intermarry thing with like guilt and sort of showing your guilt on the outside and stuff like that uh so he does a good job of like when you see something 
you're like, fuck. Yeah. I know this yeah, is going to be significant. And yeah. It's probably going to be terrifying. I, I hated the rabbit bit. I absolutely hated that. Like, when it, uh, what is it? The girl goes out to put the goats away, and then she looks, and the rabbit is just in with the goats. Just there, yeah. Oh, so, like, they've obviously, like, been communicating with each other in animal form. Like, just, yeah. just in their house. Like, in their in their little area that they think is supposed to be safe. You know, they've got the fence around mm-hmm. it and everything. Yeah. And it's like, oh, no, but, like, your boundaries can't withhold the supernatural. Man. Yeah. Uh, I really oh, hate and like the worst I think the worst and the most scary moments happen at the end right and it's it's a couple of bits right so it's obviously when yes. I want to talk about the end yeah because it's I think it I think like a lot of like reason horror movies like Hereditary was like this as well the most interesting and the scariest bits happen at the end like yes. like the stuff the stuff in Hereditary was like Paimon like this weird cult was like so interesting and then it was just you know five minutes or less right right yeah, there yeah it's like kind of disappointed in that well i wasn't so much disappointed with this but it's kind of similar it's just like it's very yeah, I, my first thought was like wow hereditary was a lot like this wasn't it yeah. <laughs> like, yeah yeah and so it's the bit when they're locked in the goat shed which is just yes terrifying they're locked in there with the with the goat that they've just accused of being satan they're just in there and they hear the roof they hear the thing on the roof and then she looks over and this ugly old witch is just slurping away at the goat right yeah and then she just turns around and just has this horrible laugh which is also like that scene in the shining as well Uh, yeah it's just it's horrible. And it just hard cut to the mum being pecked in the tit by a raven. Yeah. It's Fuck me. And she's just she's just hysterically laughing. Like she's gone mad and she's being eaten alive. Fucking Christ, man. That that's probably like the most disturbing image in the whole thing. It's just the, that. Just yeah. her her being pecked away and she thinks it's her dead baby. Oh Christ. Oh, it's yeah. It's <laughs> I hate it. I hate it. And then uh the 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 next bit that I hate as well is uh when she goes and speaks to Black Philip and just this voice <sighs> just this, speaks I back. think I think we're we're doing a genuine review here, so I think we're covered if we play uh a clip here yeah. because it's for uh, it's for review oh, purposes. I, I don't want oh, like I get nervous. I don't want to go back and listen to that day. What dost thou want? What canst thou give? Wouldst thou like the taste of butter? A pretty dress. Wouldst thou like to live deliciously? Yes. Oh, I'm getting goosebumps. <laughs> oh, that's horrible, isn't it? It is horrible. Um, did I send you the picture of the goose, the goosebumps on my arm did, watching this yeah. movie? <laughs> yeah. um, that was at this moment. Because genuinely, you don't know for certain up until this point. No, because you like, know there's a witch, but you don't. 
you don't know that the goat's involved. Like, and the all oh, the pause, the length of time between Thomason finishing her sentence, yeah. and Satan oh. actually responding to her, a million thoughts go through you, and it's like, is he going to respond or and is he not? And then it's it just a this most unsettling like almost kind but also menacing whisper and it's just like what is in he my saying? head he's like he's, he's like, like do, do you want to do you want to sip of butter first of I, all would you like the taste of butter like would you like to see oh, see the world oh, would you like God. to live deliciously and it's just like oh. i'm going in going into that bit i'm like how after all of this, how do they make Satan sound not absurd? How do they, right? How do they, oh, and it's perfect, isn't tempting, it? Tempting, isn't it? It's like, tempting. Like, it's, it he's is doing his perfect. Job. And that's he good. is. That's a good, a good little piece of writing, isn't it, as well? Well, because Robert wrote this as well. So fucking mm-hmm. well done for that. I absolutely love that. Like, that, that first bit. Is probably gonna stick with me for the rest of my life. Would you like it? Would you like the taste of butter? Oh, it's a, it's a like what, what a creepy little image, right? Of like, because he so, goes first, first he says like what, like what do you want in whatever you know dialect he's speaking, and she goes like, what can you offer? And then he just right to it, isn't he? He's just like, yeah, and like it goes from like. The butter thing, which is just like the most mundane thing. They probably have butter in there. And it's it's almost as if she's like she, she's not really she's selling her soul for nothing, right? Yeah. Because I'm not like she's she's basically selling her soul so that they don't have to kill her. Right? Right. Because well, it's kind of like they've she's, killed the whole family. Yeah, she's nowhere. Like, does she go back to town, or does she just, yeah. you know, and because if she continue goes, to maybe fight this force, <coughs> or does she just give in to she it goes, and be like, "Well, that's that." I guess if she goes back to town, she is very much more at risk of being. She's going to be a witch. She's, she's going to be labeled as a witch, isn't she? Her yeah. whole family's just dead out there, and she's alone, and she's covered in blood, uh, and they'll be like, "Yeah, you're a witch. You're going to die." Uh, oh yeah, Jesus Christ! And then, and then she walks through the forest, right? Mm-hmm. To all these, you mm-hmm. know, what? and they're having a good time, right? They're having they're, a good time, aren't they? They're having a good time. They're dancing naked in the fire, and I, th- I think the floating is really unsettling. Like it's not just it like corny, like I'm a witch on a broomstick. It's like there's something about it is just too real. Like it looks like. It looks like it could be a supernatural occurrence, mm-hmm. but in reality, like if if that were yeah. to happen in real life, that's exactly how it would look. Yeah, something like so unbelievable, but yet they're doing it. And I I, I also noted that Robert he like he, this must be a thing that he he likes the image of the face laughing hysterically because he yeah. did this with. Uh, other Robert, Robert, Robert Patty, and uh, at the end, yeah, yeah, when he touches the lighthouse bulb, and it's kind of like this is the emotion when you get what you want, basically, right? You know, this is it's almost as if it's this like 
Prometheus thing, like going too close to the fire. You 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 get the thing that you desire, but then you go mad with like ecstasy, right? Mm-hmm. Like that you mm-hmm. you the, it's like the human the human mind and the human body isn't ready for like the secrets of the universe or something like that. Right. It's you know it's that? almost it's almost a little a little bit. Um, help me here. The names the names escaping me here. Uh, Bloodborne, <laughs> um, <laughs> Lovecraft, Lovecraft. Yes, thank you, thank you. Yes, just because that's kind of the whole thing. It's like the human mind cannot. Give, you have to give up one thing yeah. to get another. Basically, you have to. I mean, that's. I mean, that, I guess that's the whole Satan thing as well, isn't it? It's like you have to to get what you want. You have to sell your soul, usually, right? Or you have to. Yeah, you have to live in sin or go to hell. You can have yeah. whatever you like. There's always a give and take with things that you want, um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I think that like that that face, like, and in this one in particular, the way the fire works, it really makes her face look like a skull. Like, she, yeah. it looks yeah. like she highlights that. Yeah, she's dead or like damned or something like that. It's just really like she's she's lost her humanity basically because she's yeah she's, yeah. Uh, Giving it up to to live freely, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. What a ride. What, did, what a ride. What did you think of Finchie? Let's talk about him. <sighs> He's got a voice, doesn't he? He does have a voice. Oh. Fuck me. And <laughs> that first scene when they're on trial and he's just Oh man, I'm like, is this what love feels like? This <laughs> He does. He's been he's been blessed with a voice, hasn't he? This he's man. got a good voice. He's uh, he's fit. He's got a good he's, voice. He's wearing a tile at one point, which I didn't think they had in the Renaissance. It looked like it looked like he was at a spa. Yeah, he did. Up, He's, cutting yeah. up wood. Yeah. Uh loved love chopping his wood. Uh yeah. He You know what, I overall I was really impressed with all of the performances in this. Um, yeah, I think they're all good. You yeah. know, obviously Anya Taylor Joy has kind of become a th- thing with uh, Queen's Gambit coming out last year and that was really really popular on Netflix yeah I, I, um, I knew that she I was great from this. somewhere but it was just because I've seen the thumbnail of, just um, from the title cards on yeah, Netflix, on Netflix yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah no she's fantastic I, I really bought into her yeah um, the the mom is obviously she was in um, Game of Thrones yeah um, breastfeeding like- that as well yep T- typecast Loved it. Loved it. I don't know. She's good. She's good at it. Get her in. Get her in to do this. She, one. you know what? So she, she is good at playing that like uptight mom. Just yeah, but just like not quite centered. If you know what no, I mean. No, like, like a little bit like something's bit, a, a, something's off. Bit damaged. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I liked. I really liked the performance of the little boy when he yeah. was being sort of like exercised. Hmm. Mm-hmm. And I was reading a bit about that, that uh, obviously, like, he has kind of, like, a little orgasm, right? When he sort of, like, yeah. gets yeah. back to God. Uh, and the, the, I was reading, actually, about that scene uh, with, like, interviews with Robert Eggers and stuff. And he's he's saying he's saying words that John Winthrop uh, said. So he founded Jamestown in a, mm-hmm. I guess it was 1606. Um, hmm. In America, so he's he's saying what he said. Um, Interesting. And uh, 
he kind of has this. Obviously, obviously, there's like a lot of stuff in this about like sexual like relief and stuff as well. Yeah, like kind yeah. of kind of being repressed and things like that. And so he does this orgasm, but he said obviously because he's like a child, he couldn't tell him that or like say it right. in those words. So like Finchie was like coaching it to him in terms of like football, basically. So he was probably like <laughs> he was like imagine like your favorite team like won the FA Cup or whatever and you're yeah. so ha- you're so happy about it. Uh do that emotion basically. Which I thought was funny. Um That's funny. Finchie's like, like imagine it's uh imagine uh Man United just scored against <laughs> Liverpool and uh <laughs> and you got your scarf around your neck and uh that's what he's talking. Uh so yeah. Fantastic. Yeah, fantastic. Budget of four million on this one, not a lot. Not a lot. Box office of forty. Pretty good. Forty pretty good. million. Oh, I don't make Excited for the next one. Uh, yeah, Viking, the Northmen, North, Northmen, which I think has, is it Eric Skarsgård is his name, the guy from True Blood, he's the main character. Right. I think it's him. Uh, he so he, he loves he loves his isolation, doesn't he? He it does. Set in Iceland in the year 1000 or something like that, like around then, which... D- Sorry to interrupt. Do you know the full cast of, of the Northmen here? No. I just had a look. Northmen stars Nicole Kidman, Bjork, oh, oof. Anya Taylor-Joy, Alexander Skarsgård, Ethan Hawke, and Willem Dafoe. Oh, yes. So, there you go. That's a big cast. That's a big cast for him. That is a big cast. Oh, also, you fucking left at the big, biggest one. Finchie's back. Is he? He's not. He's not in my list here, is he? Oh, fantastic! On, Wiki- on Wikipedia, it says Finchie's back. Oh, that's fantastic. Oh, yeah, I can. I can play them all. I can play. I can play, <laughs> I can play uh, Puritan. I can play Viking. I can play uh, Paper Salesman. I can play them all. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It's also, I'm just looking at, uh, he's co-writing this with um, someone named Sion, an Icelandic poet, novelist, and lyricist. So it's going to have, as we'd expect, that authenticity, I'm sure. And, uh, oh, I'm excited. I'm excited for that. It is going to be good. Maybe I'll... Oh, there you go. Filming started in August 2020 at Torhead County Antrim and Ballygally near Larne in Northern Ireland. So there you go. There you go. Very good. There you go. Homegrown. 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 Uh, maybe I'll go Ugh. to Iceland and watch this one as well, like I did That'd with the That'd be good. That'd be good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, All right. Fantastic. What a fantastic film. Yes, really good. Very, very good. All right. Let's yes. wrap it up. Well... Let's let's wrap up with the uh, with little goosebumps walk away as we do something that uh, you could do this week. You could read it, play it, watch it, do it, something, something to something to get you through all the verbs. So all the verbs. You can have a what go. Do you, what do you got? You could have a go. What do you got <laughs> for us this week? Uh, I think everybody should listen to the podcast "Up the Creek" by. Daniel Krupa and Gal. Is this Murphy the Jonathan Creek one? From uh, RKG, yes, because I love Jonathan Creek. 
and I've just been listening to it as something different uh, from their usual stuff, and it's really good. Like I like I really really enjoy it. It's just. Jonathan Creek's such a good show, and they, they have lots of little segments on it, so they kind of just, they go over the, the plot, like, what, what's happened, you know, mm-hmm. how, what, what's the solution, and then, like, who's the bad guy or whatever, like, they go through, like, the whole plot, and then, uh, they have, like, little bits, like, what's the most British thing that you have on it, or that you've seen on it, or, like, what's oh, the okay. most, okay. what's the most outdated thing, or they have a good segment, which is, like, that's not on, is it? <laughs> Which is where they say something that's like not politically correct. Yeah. <laughs> Which I think is, is really funny. Uh, so they have, much like us, they enjoy a segment or two. Uh, they do, so, clearly, yeah. So yeah, it's good. And John, you should watch Jonathan Greek as well. Have a go at that. It's just a good good mystery about magic. Uh, and the podcast is a good accompaniment for that. Nice. Nice. Very good. Um... My Goosebumps walk away for this week. Um, I mentioned it in our um, PS Once Upon a Time, but I'll mention it again here. Um, I was playing Star Wars Episode One Racer on Switch, and uh, awesome, awesome little game. Um, I was surprised by how much I remembered it. Um, you know, like little um, little thumbnails as the levels are loading, like they all felt very familiar to me and uh i was also surprised by the length of the game you have like three or four um like difficulties of circuits that you can go through um i think like there's only like six tracks or so but they get more and more difficult as you uh progress um cool customization you can buy parts you can trade and scrap parts and things like that and uh you know visually it's it, it is what it is it's an n64 game that they've smoothed out a little bit but you know what it um i thought it might just be locked like a a four by three aspect ratio but it's not plays in full um 16 by 9 which was nice i thought that that was yeah a nice touch with the remaster and uh no no it's uh just fun fun little game are you playing as Um, a fud sang (laughs) i i just started playing as anakin to start since he's you know he's the most balanced uh and i i don't know what the criteria to unlock Subulba is but I do remember him as a unlockable what about, uh, uh, character so what about him <laughs> <laughs> my favorite uh, I don't think he's in this one oh fuck I don't think he's Why in bother? it but uh, Why <laughs> Star Wars Episode 1 Racer um, remasters just come out on, on everything it's on Switch it's on PS4 uh, and PS5 um, it's on Xbox so uh yeah, give it a go. Let me uh, let me go. read out some uh, some facts for you about uh, sure. the Roar guy. So uh, the Roar guy is a Bardotin. That's his species, and one of these was Nep Chung, a Vigo of the Black Sun Criminal Organization, who was killed in thirty three BBY by the Sith Lord Darth Maul. So there you go. Interesting. There you go. Um, and the guy, the Rur guy, his name is Mars Guo. Yes. He is, regard- he is regarded as an arrogant blowhard by his colleagues. Guo entered the Bunta Eve Classic of 32 BBY, but he was taken out of the race due to the machinations of rival racer Sebulba. There you go. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry, while I've got you here recording live, I've just hopped on Twitter live. there. And are you ready 
for the casting of Joel Miller. Joel Miller. <laughs> oh, we got it. Is it Joel? Is it Joel will be played by Pedro Pascal. Are you joking? No. So there you go. <laughs> Dilly dally. Yeah, I know. I know. I can't believe it. That's something about that. Everybody's going to be happy about that, aren't they? Everyone's going to be thrilled with that. No, nobody's going <laughs> to complain about that. Like, no one's complaining. No. Fuck No, me. that's good. That's good, isn't it? That is good. That, that's yeah, somebody that I, like I hadn't even considered. I feel like yeah. he was just kind of like, you know, he's tied into too many things. You know, he's kind of yeah. like, he's maybe not too big, but like, you know, got Mandalorian, just been in Wonder mm. Woman. You know, he's probably got like, other TV shows like he's in Narcos isn't he like probably just doing too much stuff now's uh, the time I guess that's amazing though that is a, that is good yeah I'm into that there you go there's that's our our uh breaking news Daddy Pascal it'll, it'll be two it'll be two two or three days late now but uh star of Gremlins 2 <laughs> I think yeah, maybe <laughs> Maybe. As the maybe. young ice cream salesman. <laughs> Man. Yeah, I feel good about that. We've got our we've got our ca we got a show. It's happening. Dude, dude, That's the great. Happening. There's your goosebumps walk away. Look at that. Yeah, Can't get any better than that, can you? Enjoy that. Enjoy that. And what a perfect way. Thank you for listening. Perfect way to end. Thank you for listening to our show. Join us next week when we talk about Something else. <laughs> Something else. We don't know yet. Could be anything. Could be we'll anything. see you next time. See you later. <laughs>